Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's August the 14th and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1941 and we travel to Poland where the Franciscan Maximilian Kolbe volunteered to die in place of a stranger in the German concentration camp at Auschwitz, Poland. He had been arrested in Poland in the February of 1941 and in May sent to what was effectively a death camp. According to some estimates, between 1.1 million to 1.5 million people, the vast majority of them Jews, died at Auschwitz during its years of operation. An estimated 70,000 to 80,000 Poles perished at the camp along with 19 to 20,000 Romas and a smaller number of Soviet prisoners war and other individuals. In January 1945, as the Soviet army entered Krakow, the Germans ordered that Auschwitz should be abandoned. And before the end of the month, in what came to be known as the Auschwitz Death Marches, an estimated 60,000 detainees accompanied by Nazi guards departed the camp and were forced to march to the Polish town some 30 miles away. Countless prisoners died during this progress and those who made it to the sites were sent on trains to concentration camps throughout Germany. Back in 1941, Kolbe became prisoner number 16,670 at the age of 47. At the end of July, one prisoner escaped from the camp, prompting Karl Fritsch, the deputy camp commander, to pick ten men to be starved to death in an underground bunker so as to deter future escape attempts. When one of the selected men cried out, My wife, my children, Colbe volunteered to take his place. The ten men were locked into a cell and left to die, and according to an eyewitness, who was an assistant janitor at the time, Colbe led the prisoners in prayer. Each time the guards checked in on him, he was standing or kneeling in the middle of the cell and looking calmly at those who entered. After they had been starved and deprived of water for three weeks, only Colbe and three others remained alive and they would be killed with an injection of carbolic acid. There was a remarkable eyewitness interview about his last days by Tadeus Raznikowicz from Uppsala, Sweden, which can be heard on the internet on the Saintcast, episode 139. Father Kolbe was well known before his death in Poland, and so quite quickly by the late 1940s the cause for his beatification had begun. He was beatified by Pope Paul VI on 1971, and canonised by his fellow Paul, John Paul II, in 1982. Born Raymond Colby, his life had been strongly influenced by a vision he had in 1906 when he was only 12 years old of the Virgin Mary. 
He later described this incident. That night, I asked the Mother of God what was to become of me. And she came to me holding two crowns, one white and the other red. She asked me if I was willing to accept either of these crowns. The white one meant that I should preserve impurity, and the red that I should become a martyr. I said that I would accept them both. And this led to a lifelong devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Immaculata, as he referred to her. He joined the Franciscans in Lvov, and as the seminary was in Austria-Hungary, it meant illegally crossing the border. He went to study in Rome and gained a doctorate in philosophy, followed by another doctorate in theology. And by the time he was in his early thirties, Father Kolbe had founded a religious house near Warsaw, near Pokalenau, the city of the Immaculate. And starting with a handful of friars, within a decade it grew to a house of nearly a thousand. They made use of modern printing technology and they started a radio station. They began to publish a daily newspaper called The Small Diary, which would reach a circulation of 137,000, and nearly double that, 225,000 at the weekends. Then he moved to Japan, where in 1931 he founded a Franciscan monastery on the outskirts of Nagasaki. Colby had the, the monastery built on a mountainside which, according to Shinto beliefs, was not the best side suited to be in harmony with nature. However, when the Americans dropped the atomic bomb on Nagasaki, the monastery survived. In 1938, he returned to Poland to start a radio station at near Pokolenov. But after the outbreak of the Second World War, Colby was one of the few friars who remained in the monastery where he organised a temporary hospital. They continued to act as a publishing house, including a number of anti-Nazi German publications. And so on the 17th of February 1941, the monastery was shut down by the German authorities. That day, Kolbe and four others were arrested by the Gestapo and imprisoned. And two months later, he was transferred to Auschwitz as prisoner 1667. Zero. Although Saint Maximilian's body was incinerated at Auschwitz, there are first-class relics available for veneration. Years before his death, the barber in his community started saving clippings of his hair and beard. The prisoner who Colby saved attended his canonization in Rome. And though spared the torture of the starvation bunker, he had still suffered greatly in Auschwitz for over five years. And his sons did not live to see the day of his release. The prisoners who had grown so fond of Father Colby were particularly cruel to him as they blamed him for the loss of their beloved friend and priest. However, in 1982, in St. Peter's Square, he was the guest of honour, as Colbe was declared a saint. 
John Paul II declared him to be the patron saint of our difficult century. And he is now seen as the patron saint of families, prisoners, journalists, political prisoners, drug addicts in the pro-life movement. That's all for the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at Cologne Cathedral. For this year's archive of podcasts, visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends and have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.